0: Hey guys, it's Ross, your host on Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. Come
1: join me at 7pm every Sunday to empower people from all walks of life with life lessons, shared stories, tricks and tips for life. Come follow me at r 3 Roth. As we celebrate Black History Month this year, my goal on our three in a row is to help all in our community to be more aware of the great people we have serving us. Some in the background, on the ground, and some that do both. Today, I celebrate our third week of Black History Month with my next guest, Mr. Christopher Heron. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs>
2: Thank you for... uh Uh, Welcoming me, Ross. It's an honor. Thank you so much.
0: I, I would describe you as an old friend who gave the community something to listen to every Sunday morning. Can you give the audience a brief snapshot of what you have done over the years?
2: Absolutely. And yes, I do consider us old friends since we go back many years. In terms of my contribution, my participation in Montreal's community, and particularly Montreal's black community, um, right. I started uh, really with church involvement uh, at the top of the hill at a church called Westbound C A Church, which gave me an opportunity to develop a lot of leadership skills right. and a lot of opportunities to, to put on events and special special events that would appeal not only church community, but beyond the wall. And from that, uh, opportunities, doors continue to open up. I went mm-hmm. from uh, doing uh, a couple of local gospel concerts to right. getting an introduction to doing a radio show, to then having an introduction to doing a television show, to mm-hmm. then having an opportunity to be a part of a um, an IT company dedicated to gospel music in 2000 to an opportunity to put on major faith-based events from the uh, Bell Center to the Convention Center. So it's been a, a wonderful journey that I, that I hope is not over uh, because not only has it allowed me to express my faith, through mm-hmm. media and events, it's also allowed me to grow in a variety of ways.
0: Right, and how so? How were how were you able to grow? Are you mean on a spiritual level, emotionally?
2: I developed uh, an ability to network and form mm-hmm. relationships outside right. of the church. And relationships mm-hmm. are very, very important, particularly both in ministry and in business.
0: For sure. So that was
2: one. That I, I, I developed. I also developed the ability to to do things, um, express myself through writing, express myself through the the speaker, uh, just develop public speaking in a variety of ways, and that's also very important when you begin to do things that have value to 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 the larger community. So. I, I really appreciate what the church did I, and I really appreciate the opportunity, what ministry has done for my life.
0: All right. Well, it's good because I know lots of, but as Uh, a church goer myself and being involved in Pathfinders and teaching our young people how they can have confidence in themselves when they get up to either to speak but to do something for themselves and that you had implanted in you at a younger age so now you have got it and you're flying your wings and you're spreading it all over and people are appreciating the time that you give every Sunday morning on the radio for us to listen and to grow spiritually and not even just spiritually but on the whole aspect of our lives because there is lots of people who is going through and they're not even on a spiritual base, but because they listen to something that's draws them closer to feel something in their heart. You know what I mean? And to music soothe your soul and put you in a place where you can be transformed into different things. So, it's, so thank you for that.
2: Yeah, thank you for saying that. And you're absolutely right, because as much as I've done a number of things, I really have been most proud about the radio show because one, the longevity of the show and two, the, the many the many testimonies that I've heard from people. Like I, I remember people calling from prison just mm-hmm. to let us to let me know that they were listening to the show. I remember people on the street uh mm-hmm. perpetually greeting me and telling me how much the show means to them on a Sunday morning because they don't go to church but this is right. their way of connecting right. with God and experiencing right. faith mm-hmm. so it is it is a beautiful thing
0: so you are getting up every morning Sunday morning to bless our hearts with the gospel music what does music mean to you and define it in your own words
2: oh man um I, I think of music on, on two levels. One, in terms of its artistic expression, I love hearing beautiful voices. I love hearing musicianship, excellence in musicianship. So I like the artistry that mm-hmm. that and that draws me in. But I also understand its its impact in terms of spiritual. Because I personally, I would say 80, 90 percent of music that I enjoy, gospel music and it 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 helps remind me of my faith and
0: the importance
2: that god serves in my life so music is is expressed it allows me to connect with god
0: and i think too also it keeps you grounded you know what i mean no matter where you go and all the exposure you have to so many different things when you listen to a beautiful song it puts you back in a place where you could just be grounded and appreciate from where you come from and where you are like looking back and saying wow you know, thank you for-
2: I, I, I really agree with that, Brian. Yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're truly someone who also shared with the community for Love of Gospel Music. Can you share also with us the local artists you have met over the years and who, who captivated you that you really wanted to hear more of the story or the testimony and the journey from where they were to get where they're going with the gospel music?
2: Well, starting with Montreal, Uh, Again, that was one of the things that I found so much joy and pride in in being a part of, which was managing and uh, navigating the ministry of Jennifer Mead and the Genuine Faith Choir back in the 1990s, where we were traveling to to do special events in Ottawa, Mm -hmm. Quebec City at the Mm -hmm. Summit of Americas in front of all the presidents and uh, the United States. So that was a really great opportunity to, to again, test my ability to lead and manage people and also just be a part of something that was very special at a very young age. So I enjoyed that. And then later on, more recently, I really dove back into managing, getting involved with the Fitzpatrick sisters, who are, I saw very special talent with these two very, very special, uh, yeah. very gifted and very dedicated mm-hmm. girls towards right. ministry. And, mm-hmm. and they continue to do great things. And Ariel in particular, who has really taken off with her, her uh, ministry on social media, on TikTok, where she's, right you know, so I, mm-hmm. I enjoy getting behind special talent and, and helping them go to the next level.
0: Awesome. So which artists would you say that make the most impact on your personal personally?
2: Um, Well, I mean, there's so many beautiful, wonderful talents that I, I, but if, and there have been occasions, there have been occasions and I'll, I'll be the first to admit it that, when I hear them sing and when they sing it the right way, I can be brought to tears, wow. straight to tears. Mm. And uh, I remember, I think that was the turning point for when I decided that I needed not only to just enjoy music, but to be a part
1: of it in, terms of,
0: in
1: right. terms
2: of full-time ministry. And that was when I went to a concert in Toronto, Ontario, back in the 1980s with about 10 to 15 other Montrealers, and we went to see this recording group called Commission. And right. we didn't have any real big expectations about what it was going to be like. We just knew that right. we liked their album and we'd go and see them. But when we went there and we saw what young men on fire for Christ to do, because at the time they were in, they were maybe 2021, 20, 22, yes. maybe. Mm-hmm. And we saw that they were tremendously gifted. We saw hundreds of thousands of of young people and it was just contemporary gospel music and i said wow this is just so amazing and that was really kind of the turning point where i said i need to bring something like that to montreal
0: oh wow well you know what i have been to a few concerts too and i have bring non-christians and when they left they were so amazed to know that that's and to, that when they left, they wanted to get all the CDs. It, at that time, was CDs. It just was captivated <laughs> with all yeah, the yeah. all the movement and music. And it's so old. It was just phenomenal. So thank you yeah, for uh, exposing yeah. people to to music. and back to the radio station. I have friends that calls and still talk about the music on the. Uh, they still listen for so many years. And uh, you know, as, as wow. in the, in, yeah, it's, in the interview. And I "I still listen to that. Do you know? And I said, "Well, that's great." So you, you, you—I guess you got a great job. So we want to say we appreciate you guys for getting them every Sunday morning and blessing everyone's heart and making them have a sort of joy to continue for the week. Because some people don't have any other source of um, getting that on a spiritual level, you know, and to get that so freely. And locally from our Montrealers, it's like, it's just beautiful. So we want to say thank you.
2: Thank you for bringing that to my attention. And Rosalind, I'll mention this one point. And when the pandemic started back in March of 2020, I remember how many people reached out to me personally and thanked me for continuing to do the show because they thought that we were going to have to shut down like so many others. But with the help of the radio station, we were able to configure the show to do it remotely and people so appreciated it because, you know, at the time people were not able to go to church, you know, and people were being told to stay home. So this was their one little tiny connection with, with, you know, celebrating God.
0: <laughs> praise you know, and watch was... <laughs> <laughs> Just praise and worship. it. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah, it's, 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 So um, as you know, it's Black History Month. I have to go back to that again. What song yes. touched your heart so much that you can have car over and over? Like it soothes your soul so much that you have to go in the car when you finish the radio um, program for the day or w- whatever music you listen to and you just have to just keep on screaming in the car or even in the shower.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, that's a very, very long list, to be honest uh, with you. And, yeah. and it goes from season to season, it changes. But for sure. um, I, I do like a lot of traditional songs Traditional artists like Reverend Cleveland and Walter Hawkins and Andre Crouch. Mm-hmm. So when I really want to be brought back to church, I'll turn to artists like, like really like the pillars of gospel music and kind of brought me in.
0: Mm-hmm. And I continue
2: to enjoy listening to today.
0: Wow! Wow! Okay, so we have to go, guys. Don't forget to go check out the list he just said. Maybe we'll get something inspiring to keep <laughs> us going for the for the week. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. What advice would you give a young a young person who would like to start a career as a radio host?
2: Yes, of course. I think it's it's incredibly important to volunteer, knock on doors, uh, ask, let them know that you you're you're excited, you're enthusiastic about uh, being in media, being on radio, and you're Mm -hmm. willing to work Mm -hmm. in any capacity. It could be behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. Mm-hmm. And eventually, uh, you will make yourself closer and closer to the microphone. You just got to stay patient and and continue to show your enthusiasm for, for what your objective is of all time.
0: Beautiful, because I was listening to this um, motivational speaker, Les and that was his story. He... Here, and in he was doing a radio show. And now he's a famous man, uh, motivating young people and, and, and older people and letting them follow the dream. So it's possible. You just have to have patience again and know what you want. And if you really want it bad, you'll yes. get it. You really would. Absolutely. I totally mm-hmm. agree. If you would turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell him? <laughs>
2: um... I bet, well, it, it it all depends because at 18 years old, you when you when you think back to when you're 18 years old, you kind of think you know what life's all about, and you really have exactly. no clue. That's
0: right. That's right. Uh,
2: so you you I would start by I would start by trusting the advice more of my mother and <laughs> and loved ones who yes. really have their best interest in me and sure. who really only want to just offer guidance and, and counsel and direction to kind of get me in the right direction so mm-hmm. that i would do i would really lean more on the wisdom of elders
0: just and, mm-hmm.
2: and two i would i would you know i would uh, i would stay more focused i would be a little bit more focused than i was and today, in particular, it's, I think it's even more difficult to be focused because of social media and how distracting it is.
0: Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: mm-hmm. if people are very serious about their futures, they have to find a way to get focused and be very tunnel-driven about what they want in life and go pursue it.
0: Very well said. Because, um, but someone will still say that, oh yeah, okay, sure. Thank you so much for letting me know that, but you lived it. I would like to live it as well because they don't want to just go straight and, and be perfect. They want to make the mistakes. They want to fall down and then get up and figure out things on their own. So because I think of where we are in our lives and grow with maturity, we would like The younger ones to understand, but they don't, and I think they still have to go through the process of how we've been through, so they could understand themselves as how we understand it right now.
2: Yeah, you're 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 right on many levels, Uh, and I think I think experience is a wise teacher, Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you want to skip a lot of the missteps, a lot of the bad decisions. Then right. you, you you trust the wisdom of people who've already gone through those experiences and 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 stick with the good and and try to avoid the bad.
0: Guys, listen to the good nuggets. He's giving a some new nuggets right now. So take it in so <laughs> don't try to do it. Listen to those who has more and is qualified and has more experience the experience and the journey that they lived before then you can yeah. be able to don't have to go through that and step over it impact. and continue on a better path, which is important too. Yeah. yeah. So you're, this is what right legacy impact would you like to leave for the community? The impact? What legacy or impact would you like to leave in the, this community right now that you are serving?
2: Okay, so I would, I, I, I try not to get, caught up with trying to do things to leave a legacy I, I really am trying to live in a state of in a mindset of of service and a mindset of gratitude and not make it about myself it, it, it can quickly become that and, and that can become a problem so right. it it's 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 best to try just stay on whatever the objective is, be grateful for opportunities, uh, be very, very humble through the process, and enjoy enjoy the journey. That's the extent of it, I would say.
0: Beautiful. Well said. We, and sometimes, too, I think when you get so full-headed of where you're going, you lose the importance of why yes. would you were in the first place, right? Where we do the first place because you want to shine, but it's good to shine, but be careful the way you shine. shine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the R3 on the podcast stands for recharge, rebuild, and restored. Which R would you say is you are in the season right now?
2: Recharge, restored, and what's the third one?
0: R3 is. For Recharge, rebuild and Restore, which all would you say is your season right now?
2: Um, I would say I'm still, I'm in the season of recharge. Why? Yeah. Um, well, the pandemic really, it kind of forced us to reflect and mm-hmm. to reconsider where we are and where our next, uh, next phase is and sure. i kind of use this period to to develop new habits to mm-hmm. kind of recharge myself because you know i'm getting older and when you <laughs> get older you got to find the energy to do things of, of That's impact right. so two things that i try to do on a consistent basis is exercise every day and i try to pray Every hour, even if it's for five seconds, I got to say a prayer. Hallelujah. A
0: it's beautiful. Well said. So how can we find you? And where can we find you?
2: Um, I'm still developing my social media presence, to be honest, because it's, it's something that um, I'm still, still reconciling to understand the importance of being, uh accessible and 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 present on social media but at the same time it's very exhausting and it's yes. very it's like double timing everything you got the real world obligations and then you have the social media obligations. So yes.
0: yes i'm trying
2: to i'm trying to find that that perfect balance i also have a virtual assistant who's helping me to do the easiest way to book and instagram
0: Okay. What, what's yourself, your name on Heron. What's your name on Instagram?
2: Instagram. I'm actually Gospel Grid on Instagram. Yes.
0: Gospel Grid on Instagram.
2: Gospel Grid on Instagram and Christopher Heron on Facebook.
0: Awesome. In as uh, well, we ask our feature guests to either deliver an encouraging word, a powerful quote, a poem, or a song. <laughs> Oh, the yeah. audience. <laughs> wait, wait, don't laugh at that. So you can share whatever you want. Maybe you can share more, but whatever you feel comfortable with, we'll listen.
2: Oh, you caught me on that one. That one, <laughs> i think to really give you something profound. But I'll just start by, I'll just say that um, advice that I've gotten from a mentor of mine is that you know, this is the one life that we live. Uh, we should live it with intention, with purpose, and and put all of our energies into everything that we're doing. You know, not wait for tomorrow; make today count. So give it your all, and in, and enjoy the journey. That, that's what I'll say for now.
0: Thank you so much, Professor, for sharing with us on the podcast. We appreciate you, and I hope you well in your endeavors.
2: Thank you so much, Rosalind. It was really nice having this conversation with you.
1: There is a song that comes from gospel music that doesn't come from anywhere else. Gospel music is not a song. Gospel music is a message. Gospel music allows us to become closer to God and closer to each other. Gospel music, to me, has always been a balm for the soul. So let's keep on listening to some good old gospel music to soothe, to comfort, to give us peace and joy. So listen on.